Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts to help you make, manage, multiply your revenue and impact in the world. I'm your host, David Ubita. The Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast starts right now. You solve a problem. So if you have a business, you're in the business to solve a problem, regardless if you are helping consumers. Uh, but in this case, we can also adjust it to the consumer. So for example, let's assume we talk about uh, a fitness trainer that works with just you know a, a regular audience, uh, which is a consumer. They still go to YouTube to find a solution for a problem. So if I'm the business and if I'm solving a problem, if I'm able to put content in front of people when they search for it, and which is a problem-solving piece of content, like a video that solves a problem, and then I'm able to target when people are searching for a specific uh, key phrase, and in those five minutes, if I'm giving, if I'm doing a great job educating the consumer and give them a quick win right there on the video, at the end, I can invite them to talk to me over the phone if they're willing to take that problem-solving um, solution to maybe a deeper level. So, All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Happy New Year. This is uh, the first episode of 2020, and we are stoked <laughs> because 2020 is already uh, looking to be the best, our best year yet as a podcast. So I hope you guys are, or I hope your 2020 is off to a great start. And uh, I just, I'm sending you guys lots, tons, in fact, of love and light your way. Hey, just as a quick reminder, our our podcast, the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, uh, our intention really is just to put tools and strategies into your hands to help accelerate the growth of your business, right? And so our model really is to help you make, manage, and multiply your impact and revenue or your revenue and impact in the world. So as you guys uh, continue to plug in to what we're doing here, just remember that our, our sole focus here is to give you guys strategy and to help you guys get over that hump, whatever that hump looks like uh, in your business. So please stay tuned. Continue to stay plugged into what we're doing. Um, and one of the ways you can do that is by plugging into our Facebook page. Uh, give us a like there and plug in. Uh, and also, of course, uh, checking back with us as we continue to launch new episodes. I'm really excited about this episode, guys, because we have uh, one of uh, someone who's considered an expert in his space uh, with reference to high ticket acquisition. Uh, my man, Marian Isanu, and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing our chat with you guys during this episode. Uh, a couple of things real quickly uh, before we dive into the chat today. Uh, I wanted to give you guys a really cool update on the podcast. We are now in 10 countries and on 10 different platforms, which we are super humbled and excited uh, to announce uh, to you guys here on the podcast, I want to highlight a one of the new countries that we're in, and that's Guatemala, Guatemala, and uh, mi gente. And I uh, wanted to emphasize a, a big, big, big what's up 
to Guatemala City or a big hola, como estas? In Guatemala City, we're super happy to have you guys as a part of our audience now on the podcast. So a funny parenting story for you guys who are parents. Now, I have twin boys who are 13 who are absolutely, absolutely adore. Zion and Jordan are their names. And if they're listening, what's up? What's up? And uh, uh, <laughs> so as you guys know, uh, we all go through the whole you know, puberty stage, etc. And sometimes uh, when we hit that stage, we are not aware of our BO, are we? So the funny story, my, my, my oldest twin gets into the car and I'm dropping off my daughter uh, at an event and I'm like smelling onions in my car. I'm like, damn, <laughs> my eyes start watering. You know how that goes. And I look at Zai, I'm like, Zai, hey man, um, what's up with that? And he just like, you know, looks away and I'm like, listen, bro, you need to go take care of that. So he went up, back up into the back into the house and comes back down and sits in the car again. And instead of smelling onion, I smell flowery onion. Right. So basically what he did was, well, you know what he did. He tried to mask it. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, there goes my father of the year award because I should have instructed him more clearly hey listen you go to the bathroom you wash up <laughs> you dry and then you reapply right so anyways I, I share that with you because i remember as a kid you know i felt awkward and you know experienced those bo issues as well but much love to my boy and i just share uh wanted to share that funny parenting story with you because some of the things that we go through as parents just as a reminder of some of the things that we went through as teens as well, right? So hopefully, um, those of you who have teens, uh, uh, I'm sure you have funny stories uh, to share as well. In fact, I'd love to hear some of those uh, if you just visit our Facebook page and uh, share those uh, on our page. I I'll be sure to read them, and I'm sure it'll make uh, for great, uh, great conversation, a great conversation piece uh, with the rest of our audience. So I wanted to share with you also another piece of good news, and that is that in uh, 2016, just to kind of give you guys a little context of our journey uh, or my journey as an entrepreneur. So in 2016, uh, we, after spending hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars trying to learn you know, my craft and, and, and really just really get a better understanding of the digital marketing space, et cetera. In 2016, I generated, as a result of all of that time and investment, uh, we generated about 19 uh, sales appointments for the entire year, <laughs> 2016, for the entire year. And uh, needless to say, that's not enough for a business to start thriving. I mean, so on one hand, I was excited that we generated 19, but then on the other hand, it was like, holy crap. We only scheduled 19 book calls for the entire year. Yeah, not a good start. Uh, it was a brutal year. But in 2019, the numbers are in, and we actually had 426 qualified sales appointments uh, booked from B2B companies reaching out to us to learn more about what we do, our strategy, uh, the, the one simple strategy that we use to generate those appointments on LinkedIn. And we're super excited to let you guys know uh, because we were overwhelmed with interest last year, we decided to implement another strategy to get this strategy 
uh, on LinkedIn into the hands of B2B companies that want to generate more sales appointments because we only take on a handful of clients where we actually run the campaigns for them. So now we have a do-it-yourself option, which actually teaches B2B companies how to implement this strategy that took us from 19 sales appointments for the entire year to 426 sales appointments uh, for 2019. In fact, uh, I have a, a, a free training that's available uh, that's going to be in the description of this episode uh, for you to check out because uh, I actually show you guys, I, I give you guys the evidence. Uh, in fact, in December of 2019, we had a total of 62 uh, qualified sales appointments. Yes. So 62 companies in December, a holiday laden month. And as you and I both know, uh, most companies will take a week or two off or at least three or four days, uh, shortening the month that much further. But it was one of our busier months with 62 qualified sales appointments, leveraging one simple strategy on LinkedIn. And uh, in fact, I remember the second week, we had 23 booked calls just in that week. And I, I chuckle uh, because in all of 2016, we had 19 for the entire year. So, so to see that we had uh, 23 booked calls scheduled by B2B companies from around the world, uh, wanting to learn a little bit more about what we're doing in terms of generating sales opportunities for companies, yeah, it's really humbling and, and we are super stoked. So in the description of this episode, I want you to access the link to the free training that actually reviews the entire system, uh, all five pieces that make up our strategy. And my hope is, is that you can take a look at those pieces and uh, implement those uh, within your current marketing campaign. And if you don't have a marketing campaign or if you're not emphasizing marketing for your business, then literally you've become Santa Claus. And what that means is the money that you should be generating for your business, you're really giving to someone else. So just to put things into context, what if one enrollment call for you was $10,000 uh, per client? And let's say you averaged one new client per month. That's $120,000 that you, my friend, as Santa Claus, are giving away to someone else. And I don't know about you, but I'm not that generous. All right, guys, I want to go ahead and dive in and share with you uh, some information as it relates to, to Marian Isano. Marian is considered one of the really uh, a specialist in his space with reference to high ticket acquisition experts. And so he is an author, a speaker. Actually, I should say he helps authors and speakers, coaches, thought leaders create high-end packages and helps them automate their sales process, leveraging tools like YouTube, etc. And uh, one of the things I wanted to make mention is when you have when you have an audience or partnerships like uh, Grant Cardone, Dan Locke, Billy Jean is marketing. Uh, as part of your, you know, as part of your client and or partnerships, then you, you, you're doing something right for sure. In fact, we as a company, MRGU Global Media, have uh, are, are going to be working with Marion to launch uh, the aforementioned program that I just described to you, our online program, the do-it-yourself option, so that we can reach out to, our goal is to uh, engage and, and take on 2,000 more B2B clients in 2020. 
as a result of that program. So I'm just letting you guys know that uh, not only is Marion uh, an expert at what he does, but he is someone that we respect highly and encourage you guys to uh, to take a closer look at if you guys are looking to launch a program uh, for your business in 2020. All right, guys, without any further ado, here's my man, Marion Isanu. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, if you're a B2B company that can take on more clients, then take a look at our free training detailing the simple strategy that took us from 19 sales appointments in 2016 to 426 qualified sales appointments in 2019 with zero paid ads or time-consuming blogging on LinkedIn. On this free training, you'll see how this proven strategy works so you can start generating qualified sales appointments for your business today. Visit us at mrdeu.com. That's www.mrdeu.com. Guys, welcome back to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. It's a beautiful day, and we have a very, very special guest with us today. Marion, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Guys, you're in for a real treat. Marion is a, a double-digit comma uh, funnel creator. Uh, he's one of, considered one of the gurus in the space. Uh, also has an amazing... Uh, following with uh, his podcast, which we're going to go ahead and, and touch base on. But, but Marion, first and foremost, thanks for coming out uh, and joining us on the podcast today. How are things in Boston? Things are awesome, man. Uh, super pumped to be uh, on the on the podcast with you today. Really appreciate you inviting me, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be able to uh, bring some value to the audience. Yeah, you're known in the space, in the digital marketing world, the universe, the digital marketing universe, as a high-end client acquisition expert. And I wanted to bring you on because, uh, honestly, just wanted to pick your brain a little bit on how you've been able to uh, see the success you have, not only in, in your stuff, but then the success with your clients. Uh, before we jump into uh, kind of picking your brain, tell us a little bit about your story, how you got into business, uh, that kind of, all that good stuff. Sure, man. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll give you just the short version because uh, we can <laughs> spend uh, a lot more time into details. But um, yeah, so I came to U.S. I'm uh, born and raised in Romania, Eastern European country. So I'm an immigrant here. I moved to Boston in 2013, um, and for the first two years was literally just the you know the immigrant mindset, working you know two three jobs, labor jobs every day, 13 14 hour days, seven days a week, nothing no vacations and things like that. Um, I saved up some money. And, you know, I realized one one time that if I want to grow, like I'm not afraid of putting in the work, but if I want to provide my family with a, with a safe uh, future and also freedom of choice, I have to learn how to make money when I'm not physically there. So what happened was um, I, like I said, I saved up some money. I, my first business was uh, a local brick-and-mortar uh, furniture transportation uh, shop. So we were delivering all kinds of uh, things from furniture to fitness equipment and things like that. So that's how I got my start into the entrepreneurial world with a real, you know, <laughs> the way that it's, it's called online, like a real business. Um, sure. So, you know, that business grew quickly enough for people to 
people in my network to realize and start asking me questions. So, you know, in the first year, I was doing around eight, nine hundred k in sales. So a lot of um, other friends and, and people that I were um, that I was friends with, they, they were in the contractor space, started to ask me questions. So just organically, like, dude, you know, what are you doing to get customers? Uh, things of that nature. And at the time, I didn't even know that that's called consulting. So like I said, I, I came from, you know, just little labor jobs and, and no experience previously. So I started to help a couple of friends of mine um, get their, uh, their business up and running, uh, helping them get more clients using the online environment into the offline space. So applying pretty much what we do now, but for online, but I, at the time I was just doing it for offline brick and mortar shops. So slowly, um, yeah, slowly I got introduced to the world of click funnels. Um, one of the funnels uh, hit about 1.3 uh, in sales, of course, that's not profit. So it was, you know, roughly around three to 400,000 in, in profit at that time. Um, and then from there, just again, organically, a lot more people started to ask questions about the process uh, that we were applying. And then we started to also um, help other online creators, uh, people in the you know coaching, consulting industries, uh, thought leaders, things like that. And that's kind of transitioning to what we do now, uh, which is, uh, again, high-end client acquisition. We also um, have some of the done-for-you, not um, super popular, but our main popular uh, service is the, the group part where we actually work with our clients. So they implement a lot of stuff and then we share our screens with them and they tell us what's not going, what's not running well. We help them do the tweaks and all that good stuff. That's awesome. I know that you typically work with uh, coaches, authors, uh, service providers uh, in yep. this space. Um, when you first started working on things of your own business, what were some of the challenges that you encountered uh, in the digital marketing space? Because that's a transition going from a brick and mortar facility to then um, managing uh, online type stores or offers, et cetera, with so much competition out there. Uh, what were some of the, the, the challenges you faced and how did you resolve them? Yeah. So I mean, um, you know, coming from the brick-and-mortar uh, world, like, most of the sales were done over the phone. We kind of understood, so we were not afraid of, you know, going into the, uh, you know, the, the presentation, book a call, um, sell over the phone model. We just literally applied the same strategy uh, online. The only difference was, when you work in a brick-and-mortar shop, it's so much easier. And, of course, you know, there's competition everywhere. But when you do it in a, in a, in a zip code um, geolocation, it's so much easier because it's, you know, number one, not a lot of people are doing this in the offline space. So it's, it's easier to, um, to start getting results than what it is online. You have the world that you can sell right now, of course, 80% of most of the audiences that buy, you know, consulting courses, um, uh, books and all that, it's still a U.S. audience, but it's, it's a little bit, um, easier to start getting results offline. It's harder to scale because you're capped at that zip code location. If you only provide, so for example, if I take my previous business, 
um, you know, like how, how many, unless I wanted a hundred trucks and 600 locations, other than that, you, you can't really scale, you know, you only, you're able to scale to a certain point where right. you're capped because of the labor intensive type of, um, you know, things that you need and also locations, right? Now, when you, when that comes, when you put that into perspective for online services, let's assume you sell a course, uh, or even if it's, if it's some sort of group component, you can sell it to a way larger audience, unless it's a one-on-one component. So if it's a one-on-one component, you know, you're still capped to the timing part, but again, you can still hire more coaches, uh, to, to provide a one-on-one if that's the case but you can scale it so much more. So I guess the, to answer directly to your question, um, the challenges that were, was, okay, how faster can we get results versus the offline world? So it takes a little more, it takes a little bit more time to tweak things up front, like in the first couple days, uh, sometimes even one or two weeks, but then once you get the model dial in and the offer, settled at that point it's so much easier to scale that makes sense that makes sense so you there's a big difference between b2b and then b2c right and it took me a couple of years to determine actually to discover one of the services that we provide especially as a as a result to generating sales appointments for b2b companies is the platform so for example linkedin um would be the recommendation for b2b companies um along with other strategies, never just one platform alone, in my opinion. And then the other piece mm-hmm. is if you're B2C, um, you can consider Facebook, you can consider uh, Google. Are there any other strategies that you would recommend or other platforms that you'd recommend uh, outside of those two platforms for B2C companies? For B2C? So um, regardless, because I applied uh, our process to – both worlds, offline and online, and both B2B, B2C. At the end of the day, there's still humans at the end of the, uh, uh, on the other side of the screen. So it doesn't matter, you know, if it's consumer or business, but YouTube, in my opinion, is one of the most powerful one out there for cold traffic. And the reason for that is it's still owned, I mean, not still, it's owned by Google, which is the largest search, the largest search engine in the world, so YouTube is the second, um, and then people go to YouTube mainly, I mean, you know, we'll put the entertainment uh, world aside because we're not, you know, mainly uh, when we provide services, both me, you, and, and I'm assuming the listeners too, you solve a problem. So if you have a business, you're in the business to solve a problem, regardless if you are helping consumers, uh, but in this case, we can also address it to the consumer. So for example, let's assume we talk about uh, a fitness trainer that works with just, you know, a, a regular audience, uh, which is a consumer. They still go to YouTube to find a solution for a problem. So if I'm the business and if I'm solving the problem, if I'm able to put content in front of people when they search for it, and which is a problem-solving piece of content, like a video that solves the problem, and then I'm able to target when people are searching for a specific uh, key phrase, and in those five minutes, if I'm giving, if I'm doing a great job educating the consumer and give them a quick win right there on the video, at the end I can invite them to 
talk to me over the phone if they're willing to take that problem-solving um, solution to maybe a deeper level. So, for example, if, if we're talking about somebody that's, let's say, solving the problem as, you know, helping people lose weight, if I'm, tied, if I'm the consumer and I'm going to YouTube, how to lose weight fast, am I able to create a video that says, in this video, I'm going to give you three quick tips that you can start implementing right now in your life to start losing weight. And then at the end of that video, I can say, and if you like this video and if you think you just need a little more help on implementing these three, um, fill out the form below, click the link below and fill out the form, and we're happy to have one of our uh, advisors talk to you over the phone. Boom. You are not salesy, you're not pushy, you're educated in consumer, you help them get a quick win on the video, and then at the end, you just invite them to talk to you over the phone. So we found this to be one of the most powerful methods to get people to know about you, even if you are nobody, even if you're just starting up from scratch, as long as you are able to help people solve a problem, um, it can help. And again, you know, depending on the price point of the service or, or product that you sell, if it's an e-commerce that it's 20, 30 bucks, this may not work. Um, but if you're selling something that it's at least a couple hundred bucks, you can make the, the numbers work pretty well for this. I love it. I love it. And I love the distinction by saying, hey, uh, regardless of who's on the other side of the screen, it is a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we get, we get caught up into the semantics of like, hey, I'm business to business. I'm business to consumer. At right. the end of the day, that consumer may end up being a business owner at some point, right? <laughs> you never know. Right. Uh, and that business owner, it's also a consumer when he gets home from work. So it's it's uh, i guess we just need to focus on uh the problem solving part and you know i'm happy to even go deeper into tactics it all depends on how <laughs> how how much um you want to go into it well first of all i appreciate that distinction that really helped me see things uh, very clearly um let's talk about real quickly because i want to ask you about the podcast uh that you're doing um but what is a quick win. Help help our audience define that because uh, sometimes as business owners, we're we're so inundated with putting out fires and and fixing this or or dealing with that. Um, when it comes to marketing, it, it's almost like a foreign language, right? So yeah, what it, what is kind of like the formula or break it down simply? Like what would be a quick win? I know you talked about the weight loss space. And uh, would it be actually helping them to, you know, hey, take this pill, you know, or do this exercise or it, 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 elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah. So let's assume uh, what, what's the most, I uh, just want to make sure that we bring as much value as possible. What's the most typical uh, business that you work with? What, 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 do, what do they sell? What type of services do they sell? Right. So with B2B companies, they're able to um, provide a solution that saves their client a uh, time and money, right? And so there's always going to be some type of an offer that's going to help them do that. So for example, let's say in the HR space where they're trying to address the, uh, the, turnover, the turnover issue in their business. Okay. Uh, all right. So um, like, for example, usually when I go into, let's assume I've never, and I've never run um, any ad regarding the HR, but this is my process all the time. So I use a, 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 an app called Keywords Everywhere. So it's a Google Chrome extension. It's free. 
Um, now you have to pay three, four bucks a month for the credits. But that keyword everywhere Chrome extension tool allows me to identify the volume of searches of people going to YouTube typing a specific keyword phrase. So let's assume I go to YouTube and I type in um, how to save time by helping your employees, whatever, right? So that's going to tell me um, the, the amount of searches per month people all across the world or, or across U.S., depending where, because you can select, you know, you can put in the settings, I only want uh, keyword searches in U.S. or Australia or Canada, whatever, right? So let's assume, because uh, again, HR is something that I've never done before, but let's assume if it's about time. So let's, let's uh, now just pop to my head. How to make your employees more efficient, right? That, that, that would be something uh, that maybe uh, a business owner would search for, right? Because if I have employees, let's assume I have 20 employees, how can I make my employees more efficient? So if I'm the company on the other side that helps maybe with workshops, I'm teaching a workshop that uh, helps your employees be more efficient. So I'm making a video saying, in this video, I'm going to teach you what to do right now or what to do in three steps to make your employees more efficient. So number one, make sure that you identify every morning uh, what's their task, uh, what's their list of things to do for that day. Number two, help them identify what's the task that they have to get done before noon. And number three, what is the most um, income revenue driven task out of the entire list of day, out of the entire list of tasks for that day and help them understand that you're there to assist them as the business owner so they can trust you more. Right. So I, I just uh, <laughs> show this <laughs> out of the blue. Now love it, love it, love it. Um, and then at the end of that uh, video, you can say, and if you love this, if you like this video and if you felt that these strategies can actually work for you, uh, I'd be happy to have one of my team members schedule a time and talk to you. So click the link below and uh, schedule a call to talk to uh, our team. So, you, you know, you put the link. Uh, in the ad. And again, this is a YouTube ad. So this is not organic. This is a YouTube ad. Um, right. And you put the link to an application page or a calendar uh, page or something like that that you embedded on a page. Uh, people can book a call over there. Now, the way, the reason that you do this is you now, you go to uh, YouTube, you install keywords everywhere. You identify the volume of searches that somebody would actually search for. So, you just go and watch the videos that are popping up so you know what people are talking about, what are the most popular channels that talk about this topic. Uh, we can even go deeper. You can also click on the channel, click on the videos, um, and, and sort by the most popular. So if you have, let's say, five channels that are talking about this HR topic, you identify the most popular videos and you realize, like, okay, this video has a million views talking about tips on how to make your employees more efficient. If I'm the business owner that provides uh, other companies with training about how to make employees more efficient, if I'm able to put this video and run it as an ad and I can target on YouTube, you can target as placements, specific videos, you know, and if a video has a lot of views, 
it makes sense for you to, to create that piece of content to put it in front of people that watch that video. So when somebody wants to watch that video, let's say Gary Vee talks about how to make your employees more efficient and me or you, we create that video and we run the ad in front of Gary Vee's video, it's super targeted because people want to watch um, that specific topic. Also, you can target keywords, right? Like based on what keywords everywhere tells you, you make a list of keywords that you want to target. And again, this is all, all done on YouTube, but it's done through, so YouTube ads are essentially Google AdWords, but when you create a campaign, you create it as a video. So the quickest win that somebody could take right now is to go to YouTube, install keywords everywhere, identify the problem that they're solving and how many people are searching for that topic. And based on that, now you can start creating pieces of content. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. What is the name of that uh, Chrome extension? You want to spell that out for me? Yeah, so keywords, it's, you know, K-E-Y-W-O-R-D, keyword or keywords, plural, everywhere. Exactly how you hear it, keywords everywhere. And it's a free Google Chrome extension. Um, again, you have to pay for the, for the credits of the searches. So this actually works, believe it or not, both uh, Google, uh, Google, YouTube, Amazon, Yahoo, Bing, all the key, all the, the search engine in the world. Love it. Yep. Keywords everywhere. Just found it. Yeah. I love it. Um, all right. Well, well, we've got a few minutes left, man. And I just wanted to, first of all, thank you for that uh, win. Sure. Uh, fantastic. I love it. The next thing is your podcast. Uh, walk me through how on earth, uh, dude, you are crushing it, man. You, your second <laughs> you. episode You've got Dan Locke on there on your seventh episode. You've got Billy Jean on there. Like, dude, you are the man. What was the initiative <laughs> behind the podcast? How did you do that? Yeah, man. Uh, great question. So, um, number one, I think the first guest that I actually had was Brad Martino. So, not a lot of people know him. Uh, but he was super well connected. Like uh, his company, Six Division, so they do Infusionsoft automation. Um, he came on the show without even uh, me having the podcast launched. So then, what I did was I looked in my network of of uh, people, mentors. Bill Jean was uh, at the time uh, actually the first mentor that I that I uh, paid to join his. Um, uh, it was a course, I think. I don't remember exactly what it was called. It was around uh, clicks into customers or something like that. So, you know, at the time, it wasn't like super well known. Um, and, you know, I asked him if, if he would like to come on the podcast. Of course, he said yes. Um, lock, believe it or not. I, the, so what I do now, I mean, now it's probably a little bit easier because once I show the track record of, you know, now having Uncle G on the show and uh, <laughs> Pat Flynn, it's easier to reach out to other people to uh, land another podcast interview. But before, I just looked at, okay, if I get this person on the show, who is he connected with and how can that help uh, me land another show? So I always record uh, a video invitation. So I record a video with myself, personalized, and say, hey, this is Marion. I really appreciate you. I like your take on this, this, and that. So I always look for what exactly they teach, uh, if it's something in line with the podcast, of course. And then I usually look for 
when they launch something. If it's a new book, if it's a new service, if it's a new course, if it's a new whatever. So I, um, I reach out to them on the platform that they have the less followers. So Dan Locke at the time didn't have enough, didn't have too many followers on LinkedIn. So I sent him a message on LinkedIn. Um, he said yes right off the bat uh, without, uh, without any, you know, it wasn't really uh, that hard to get Dan Locke. And he's, a, he's an awesome dude. Um, he has a great story, you know, immigrant to Canada, all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, when you land one, every time, like the next one is going to be easier and it becomes easier and easier as you move up the ladder. Right. Uh, but I think for the first time, it's important to have the show launched because when you have it launched, it's, you give people a platform, you give people a voice. And usually what I would also do, um, sometimes I have to guarantee a number of views or downloads. And the way to do that, you can say, hey, my, my uh, platform is not that big. I'll pay, for the, I'll pay for the views. So, for example, let's say I do an interview for uh, a person that is way bigger than me. I can say, look, dude, I'll um, guarantee 100,000 views on YouTube. And if, if they say, well, how? You're, you have 2,000 subscribers. Well, yeah, but guess what? I'm running paid ads. That's my specialty. I'm going to run paid ads. You tell me who's your ideal audience in what country. I'm going to give you that audience to this show. Boom. Uh, <laughs> nobody can say no to that. I love it. And then you recently had Grant Cardone on your show. That was a six-month journey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, doing, I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm doing that as a, almost like a case study. Um, video because uh, it took about five to six months of follow-up with his assistant not because they said no but you know how grand is he's always gone different countries um and i just had to keep push and push and push until uh, until i got a, a yes and a confirmed date and time i love it i love it well my man marion how can our guests get a hold of you man uh, I definitely want to support what you're doing. You are amaz amazingly generous with your with your information and, and knowledge. Uh, where's the best place for our audience to connect? Sure, man. Appreciate that. So um, the best way for them to get a lot more content like this, and also you know hear all the uh, episodes with my other guests, whatever the platform that they are on right now, and listen to this episode, they can go and just. And I'm assuming they'll find the link in the show notes too, but they can go and search for high-end client acquisition podcast uh, or just high-end client acquisition and my podcast will show up or they can just type in my name, Mario Masano, and of course um, my podcast will show up there and they can just go and listen to the podcast. If they want to get a little more training on, on the method that I shared with you, um, the easiest way to access a free training is if they can go to highendclientacquisition.com. You know, as we wrap up the show, I just want to let my audience know that um, we here at the show strongly recommend Marion and his team. In fact, so much so that we are looking to partner with Marion and working with his team for our new launch uh, for 2020. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, just so the audience knows that this is no joke. We we don't mess around. Marion's the man, and we're honored to have him on the show. 
looking forward to it and um, happy to uh, happy to be connected with you man. and then looking forward to all the things coming up all right my man wishing you an amazing day again thanks for hanging out with us here on the podcast the life hacks for entrepreneurs podcast Hey guys, if you're a B2B company that can take on more clients, then take a look at our free training detailing the simple strategy that took us from 19 sales appointments in 2016 to 426 qualified sales appointments in 2019 with zero paid ads or time-consuming blogging on LinkedIn. On this free training, you'll see how this proven strategy works so you can start generating qualified sales appointments for your business today. Visit us at mrdeu.com. That's www.mrdeu.com. Life hackers. Hey, just wanted to take a quick message to thank you for your continued support. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us on many occasions, I want to personally thank you because we do this to support entrepreneurs just like you. Hey guys, please take 60 seconds today to visit iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. This will help us grow organically and inspire more entrepreneurs just like you. Now, while you're there, please leave us a review and I promise to read each and every comment and apply your suggestions as we continue to improve our show. Also, if you like free stuff, then make sure to like our official Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs fan page for upcoming guest information and free giveaways. Guys, this is David Ubita, your host of the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Until next time, continue to grind, grow, and give.